Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet-set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reverse PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I'm excited to report that I have officially re-entered the dating scene. Last time I spoke to you all about my love life, I am pretty sure I was telling you all about my breakup, which was just about a year ago now. It took a lot of work internally to be able to move on from that and let it go. And I'm really glad that I did take that time. I wasn't ready until now to even think about anybody else. I think when you picture your life with somebody and you see so far into the future with them and what that could look like, it's really hard to just replace that person with somebody new. And I was not putting out the vibes, I will say that. I wasn't attracting anything, which is great because I wasn't ready. I recently had dinner with an old friend and he asked me about my love life. And I said, you know, I think I'm ready to date. And this was late December or early January, maybe first week. I was explaining to him that it's really important for me to make sure that I'm entering something new with somebody that's aligned on what's important to me and somebody that shows up in their masculine energy. We talked about masculine versus feminine energy in relationships a while back, I think maybe season two. So go back and listen to that episode if you didn't catch it. Anyway, I was speaking to him about how to take the next step, how to take aligned action and put myself out there. And he encouraged me to join a dating app. And as I've spoken about in the past, I have been very against doing that. I just think it's kind of an unnatural forced connection, and I wasn't about it. But he kind of made this argument that it's not enough to just get out and carry an energy of, I'm ready to date. I need to take some aligned action and show the universe and myself that I'm ready to meet someone. And so I did it. I joined an app, and I wasn't loving it. I had one foot in and one foot out the door the entire time. But after a few days of joining, I matched with someone and went on a date. And, you know, all I'm going to say right now, it's been a fun few weeks so far. It's very early. I think when you're in a place similar to where I am, it can be easy to overthink things or be consumed with the fear of being hurt again, especially when you've had a big breakup or you're just coming off a big breakup. The important thing for me is that I find someone that is aligned on the core values I have, which is health, family, loyalty, trust, those kind of things. And when you're starting from that foundation with somebody that does align on those things, it feels easier. 
I'm not really sure how much I'm going to speak on the details of anything to do with my dating in the future, but the point of this episode was you need to take aligned action and get out of your comfort zone. And that's very much what I did. Because when you step out of your comfort zone, opportunities present themselves. And that dating app thing was a barrier for me, and I had to overcome that personally. And who knows where this adventure will lead? Nobody does. But what's exciting to me is I didn't think I could feel excited again, and I didn't see myself getting excited about anybody new until now. So whatever this time means for me, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that it's a positive experience no matter what happens next. And that's what I'm leaning into, just doing things that feel good. All right, let's get into today's topic. Today, we're talking about how you can't help somebody who doesn't want to help themselves. This is kind of a heavy topic, to be honest, because we often will have an opinion from an outside perspective about what's going on with somebody else internally. Sometimes we can see that they're just headed off course in the wrong direction. And all we want to do is jump in and course correct for that person so they avoid pain or hurt or trauma or dis-ease in the future. But there are people in the world that don't want your advice. They don't want to be helped. They like to sit in this victim mentality because it's comfortable. And the thought of change and growth and progression is very unsettling. And they just won't do it. And as a bystander... It is so frustrating to sit and watch that person struggle when you know you can help. And there are a couple of reasons why someone won't want your help, right? Maybe because they don't see you as an authority or a leader on that topic. Maybe because they think they don't need advice. Maybe because they want to do things their own way. Maybe because they're stuck in a fixed mindset. And maybe because they have no desire to ever get beyond their comfort zone. I think the hardest part as a bystander is that, you know, you can see the potential that this person has if they would just listen, if they would just try it. That kind of closed-minded mentality, that attitude toward even trying something new is just what absolutely kills me. I cannot stand it. Why would you not want to at least try something new if it's going to help you potentially? But I've learned the more I try and the more I push my perspective and give unsolicited advice, the more resistance I'm met with. Even though you love and you care about those people deeply and you want to help and share everything that you know with them because it will change their life for the better, sometimes you just have to sit on the sidelines. That person needs to decide they want the help before anything can happen. And some people will just never, ever get there. And that's something we have to accept. The reason I'm bringing this up is because it's really easy to identify these kinds of traits in somebody else, but it's less easy to identify these traits within yourself. Are you perhaps the type of person that won't listen to anyone else's perspective except your own? Are you the type of person that does the same thing every single day and is happy being comfortable with the same routine? Are you the type of person that has a lot of problems going on and all you want to do is talk about them, but you don't ever actually take steps to resolve them? Are you the type of person that maybe does listen to somebody else and what they have to say, but immediately jumps to the conclusion that that won't work for you? 
I wanted to talk about this today because I had a client call this week with someone who was very close-minded and had a fixed mindset. She came to me, she reached out to me and set up a discovery call to learn more about working with me one-on-one. And when somebody does that and takes that initiative, you're generally thinking, oh, they're invested, they're invested, and they're open and excited about learning something new and trying to apply it to their life. We got on the phone, and it's supposed to be a 15-minute chat. Every word about the manifesting mindset method, the eight steps of my coaching program that I designed, leveraging techniques across several modalities, the plan of how we work together over eight weeks, every single detail, I was met with resistance. It was honestly wild to me. This person has been struggling with chronic illness for almost two decades, but she shows up with the attitude of, I've done it all and nothing works for me. She was so shut down and so shut off to trying anything new because she's already decided it wasn't going to work. Halfway through this call, I just kind of stopped and said, I'm hearing that you don't think anything's going to work for you. So can you tell me why you reached out? And she was kind of taken aback by that question. She mentioned a few things here and there about mindset and manifestation and those principles to help heal illness. But she wasn't bought in because she doesn't believe anything will help her. And while that is something I'm trying to help people with, right? Re-establishing hope that you can heal from chronic illness, you have to be open to get started. There was just so much resistance even talking about a new way of thinking or a new approach to tackling her illness. And it's just so sad to see because I know that she will go on and probably struggle with this for another couple of decades until she decides she has to put herself out there and be very open and vulnerable to new ways of thought, new methods, new modalities, new ways of approaching healing. I'm not going to say it was a wasted call or it was wasted time. But that resistance was an immediate non-starter for me. Even if she had gone on to say she wanted my help, I would have been very hesitant to take her on as a client because I don't think she was in the right place in her life to be helped. She was so stuck talking about all the things that aren't working and how she's been struggling and she's been consumed by all of these things. And she doesn't even know what her triggers are because she's so scared to find out. And as much as I wanted to help her, I couldn't. I hope by sharing this story, if some of you can see those traits within yourself, you reflect and maybe start to break down those internal barriers. You don't have to listen to everyone's opinion. Absolutely not what I'm suggesting. But there's something to be said for being open and adopting a growth mindset when it comes to healing. Things won't always work and you won't always see progress and the health journey that you're on is not going to be linear. But you'll have great days and then you'll have a few bad ones and you'll take two steps forward and one step back. But if you're not even open to learning about what's out there, it's going to be really hard for you to see any progress long term or actually believe that healing is possible for you. This woman isn't living her best life. She has internal issues that she refuses to acknowledge, admit or accept, and they are manifesting externally. She has no control over them. And the fear that she's carrying around every day that she might be triggered prevents her from even learning about something new. There's always an excuse with those people, right? The price was too high. The approach wasn't going to work for me. The coach or the leader didn't understand me. My situation is so unique and nobody can help me. 
There is always something that's going to stop those people from getting help. When in reality, it's not the price, it's not the coach, it's not their situation, it's them. They are in their own way. And without that self-reflection and awareness, they're never going to be able to get out of their own way. Think about the subliminal and the subconscious messaging that that woman is carrying and is underlying every day that's impacting the way she goes about every decision she makes. She told me on that call maybe 15 times, nothing works for me. That isn't going to work for me. This isn't going to work for me. She's reinforcing that messaging frequently and reinforcing that limiting belief a dangerous amount of times every day. She is strengthening that neural pathway in her brain. And every time she says something like that, it gets deeper and more ingrained and more entrenched in her subconscious. And now she believes it. That is now her truth with a capital T. And so nothing is likely going to help her improve her situation because she is so adamant that it can't and that it won't. Another example of this kind of thing, if we're thinking about it in a different context, is dating. I'm sure we all have a friend or know a friend of a friend that is just absolutely amazing, right? They have a lot to offer. They have a lot of value to provide. They're gorgeous and beautiful inside and out, but they've never been in a relationship. Maybe because they've struggled in social settings or receiving validation when they were a child or growing up. Who knows what the cause is? But that's been carried through into adulthood for them, and they think they're undateable which is simply not true. There's somebody out there for everyone, maybe more than one person. I've seen this more and more with some of my girlfriends in my 20s and 30s. These amazing women just have never been in any relationship because there's this underlying belief that they're not worthy or they don't deserve it or that something about them makes them undesirable. And it's not the truth, but it's their truth. They're carrying that around with them every single day. Just like this lady with her chronic illness problems believes she can never get better, these women think they're never going to be able to date or find someone. It's never going to happen for them. They struggle to love themselves, and so they never allow themselves to be loved. You attract the love you think you deserve, and that's why every interaction or situationship that these people find themselves in, the guy or the girl or the person on the other side of the relationship is just not a good match. Because the energy they're putting out isn't positive. It's coming from a place of insecurity and fear and all of these very damaging emotions. And don't get me wrong, we all feel that way every now and again, but it's become part of the identity of these women. And even though we try and help our friends in that situation, I know I have tried to encourage my single girlfriends to get on an app or go on a blind date or whatever else. They don't want the help and they're not ready for it because they're not ready to change the way they're thinking about themselves. This is the theme we're talking about today. You can't help someone who doesn't want to help themselves. And this theme is present in so many other facets of our lives. Like we talked about health today and dating and relationships, but also in the workplace and so on. Those people aren't ready to receive anything. And it's on them and it's up to them to decide that they are ready. They need to find that within themselves before anything's going to change. So what does this all have to do with the law of attraction? What we put out there, we attract back. 
And when you're reinforcing these limiting beliefs over and over and over again, they become part of our identity. And once we have to work at the identity level, it is 10 times harder to dissolve those lies about ourselves. It's not impossible, but it takes a lot more work. Ideally, we catch it before it becomes part of our identity. But whatever it is, if you can see these traits in one part of your life, you need to start to get to work. Is there anywhere where you're noticing that you're super shut down, super closed off, or you don't want to hear what anybody else has to say? Or have you been struggling with an issue for years and years and continue to talk about it, but have never actually done anything to try and resolve it or have done anything recently? I know we all put in the effort early on, and then when things get hard, we give up easily. And that's when we start to adopt this attitude of nothing can help me. If we don't believe that we can be helped or we are worthy of opportunity, then the universe sure as shit is not going to give that to us. So what do I want you all to work on this week? Awareness, that's all. We can't fix something if we're not even aware about what's happening. I said that to you a thousand times. And you can't help somebody that doesn't want to help themselves. And that's true for us as well. We need to want the help to be helped before anything is going to happen. We have to be open to that. So start to kind of monitor and pick up on this internal conversation that you're having with yourself or even external. Is there something you bring up every single time you go out with your friends? Is it a problem, past experience, something that happened when you were a child? If you're constantly bringing it up, but you're not willing to do anything about it, we need to try and change that and figure out why you're trapped in this zone of comfort. And we need to get to the bottom of why you're adopting this victim mentality. It's this perspective some people have that everything happens to you, and it's out of your control, and you can't fix it. But it's not true. Anything is possible. We know from the world of quantum physics that this concept of infinite possibilities is real. We talked about the observer effect a while back. It's documented science. So start to see if you can identify any signs of these negative thought patterns or cycles as they occur and monitor how you show up. Awareness is 90% of the game, friends. Lean in. People often get stuck when they are refusing to look inward, but let's just take this small, tiny step together. Looking inward can change so much for you. So if you're willing to take that tiny step out of your comfort zone, I know there are going to be big benefits for you. Okay, friends, please remember to take five seconds to rate, review, and follow the show if you're not already. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one or you're interested in hearing more about the Manifesting Mindset Method, please use the link in the show notes to reach out and I'd be happy to set up a free 15-minute connect to explain more. That's all for today, friends. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.